Who's the ideal woman? You are gorgeous. Ideal Woman Jewelry has gained a cult following as an agent of change, a tool for female empowerment. And as part of our girl gang, you can score 20% off a blinged out piece of your own by using code LADYBALLS at idealwoman.us. Go treat yourself, babe. You're listening to Lady Balls Daily. We're coming at you seven days a week with advice and inspiration to help you live your most fucking epic life. I'm your host, Connie Constantine. Welcome back, babes, to the continuation of our very first Nut Up or Shut Up feature, which originally aired in June 2017. Once again, we're joined by leader whisperer, master coach, meditation teacher, and spontaneous hooray shouter, Scott Schwank. He'll be helping us wake up, grow up, clean up, and show up. This week, we'll be discussing the power of meditation to burn through what's holding us back, the existence of masculine and feminine energies in all of us, the divine feminine, the secret to a fabulous life, going towards what scares us, and one of the ballsiest things Scott's ever done. If you missed the previous episodes, make sure to go back and check them out. All right, on to the show. Let's transition a little bit to masculine and feminine energies. Like we've discussed the rise, you know, or touched on the rise of the divine feminine. Um, I'd love to get your take on that because so often it feels like the way it's presented is as if one is at the expense of the other, or it's an either or thing. I feel like, I mean, I could be wrong here, but I feel like all of us, men and women, need a balance of both to be... Well, the truth is we have both. Right. And and recognizing that is the beginning, that we have both. You know, it blows my mind um, in certain ways to see how people, like, grasp for an identity, you know, like around masculine or feminine. So like a hyper feminine or a hyper masculine, you know, in, in, as a gay man, I see this in gay culture, the, you could, you could look into certain scenes like the leather scene. And I'm not saying anything is better than anything else, by the way, whatever works for somebody is great. However, what I have noticed is this kind of intense caricature of the masculine when you look at the leather scene in the gay world, for example, mm-hmm. like this, somebody's, somebody's dominant and somebody's submissive. And I know that there's also that dynamic that in certain sectors of the rest of the world too, with men and women, not just in the gay world, but this idea of like a hyper-masculine, which kind of seems toxic to me, right. you know, this idea that the masculine is only kind of grunt uh, can't use the stove and only grills outside if it's going to cook or on an open fire, um, you know, has a certain amount of hair or not hair and all these ideas, they're just caricatures of the masculine for me. The same thing, you know, if you, <laughs> sorry, if I'm about to offend anybody, but you go down to someplace like Venice and, you know, get your goddess on. Hey goddess, you know, <laughs> it's sweet and it's cute, but <laughs> The second one of those people often doesn't get the food item that they wanted at Jelena <laughs> or somebody says something they don't like, they're as reactive and as nasty as the next person. And frankly, my experience of the goddess is she's firm, very firm, ferocious right. if needs to be, mm-hmm. but not at all reactive, very skillful, very intentional and always appropriate to what must happen. And in the feminine, we've got so many archetypes that we get to look at 
one of my core teachers and friends, Sally Kempton, has written an incredible book called Awakening Shakti. That's a, a, a very strong beginning at experiencing different qualities of the feminine rather than goddess or not. And each of these qualities, like Durga, for example, mm-hmm. you know, when Durga is a warrior goddess, she's got 18 arms and each of the gods and goddesses in the stories gave her an implement to support what she had to do to destroy the demons of ego. When she's in her shadow form, she's arrogant and nasty and bitchy in a person, male or female. When she's in her exalted form, she knows who she is. She acts when it's appropriate and rests when it's not needed to be acting. You look at another goddess like one of the crone goddesses, Dumavati, who rides, I forgive me if I'm misspeaking, I believe she rides on a thundercloud. There's also a goddess, and it might be Varahi, who wants offerings, but wants the spoilt, the cast aside, the, the, the moldy, the decaying. Well, you go, that's kind of gross, until you think through it and go, wait a minute. Oh, for people who feel outcast or feel like a lost cause, that particular aspect of the feminine is saying, I'm here for you too. Mm-hmm. I'm here for all of you. Whatever state or stage you're in in life, there is a form of Shakti available to support us that we can connect with, whether that's through the religion we were growing up in or whether that's by being in nature without any words. Right. So much good stuff. I feel like I'm picking up little gems for I'm in the process of creating the Lady Balls Nation manifesto. Mm. <laughs> and I love what you were saying. Well, I love everything you're saying, but um, about Durga, how she is firm, but not reactive. That's right. That's a very important distinction. And I think it was very, very clearly made with the hypothetical goddess connector at um or shouter at venice but um it's true (laughs) (laughs) i can so see that though you know (laughs) you know it's like when you see somebody in traffic with like a namaste bumper sticker and then they're like cutting someone off or flipping them off or you know well and it's we're seeing so much of it especially with the rise of meditation culture now with the drop-in studios like unplug and others we're seeing meditation hit the mainstream Mm mm-hmm and do what the mainstream does, hyperbrand it all, and look at ways to make money off of it. And so there's going to be different expressions of meditation. And I would say to all seekers who are listening, trust your own inner guidance system. Just because somebody's well-branded or a studio is well-branded doesn't mean it's really delivering strong Shakti that's going to be transformative. Look for the transformation. Look for the real growth. The teachers that are that are probably the deepest and most cooked are generally the hardest ones to stay around because they're going they're an enemy to the ego. They may not necessarily be mean, but you can't hide your ego around them. You right. want that. And some people, they don't want that. They just want to take a little bit of the edge off their pain and do what's cool. Well, meditation seems to be cool right now, especially with well-designed studios that look nice. You can go be with the cool kids and meditate. So know what you want, know what you're really looking for to the best of your ability, and then don't settle for anything less. Don't mistake branding for reality. Right. I mean, they could go together. They can, and I hope they do. Yeah, there's some gorgeous studios that offer, I feel, both. But no, I, I get what you're saying, and it's kind of circling back to what you talked about earlier on, do you just want to meditate to like, oh, just tell me what to do. (laughs) 
Yeah. But I, I, I wholeheartedly agree. I think, you know, it, it is going to be uncomfortable, maybe especially at first, when you're facing so much of that, you know, your ego and everything. So, And it's okay yeah. to be somewhat comfortable to begin meditation. You know, that's, that's one of the most important things that I find uh, that people need to hear because there's so many old stories about we have to suffer to get to the divine or get to God. Right. I sit in a chair to meditate and I encourage people to sit in a chair if they're not already set up to be really comfortable and relaxed sitting on a cushion on the floor. There's no more or less enlightenment on a floor or in a chair. Right. What's yours? There's this great line of uh, scripture. You've heard me talk about this in class from the Vishwasara Tantra. What is here is everywhere. What is not now here is nowhere to be found. Hey, goddess. (laughs) You knew I was going to have to do that. Okay, join us again tomorrow. We'll be hearing about some of the most inspiring women in Scott's life. Ballsy Babes Unite. If you're down with our vibe, make sure to go to LadyBallsNation.com and sign up for our Insider's Newsletter. And don't forget, new episodes drop every day. So make sure to hit that subscribe button and you'll never miss a single one. Hey, gorgeous. Want to try breathwork for free? Scott's got an online course coming up August 19th through the 23rd. To sign up to get free access for all five days, just go to ladyballsdaily.com. Either type breathwork or Scott Schwank or meditation into the search bar at the top. All of those will get you to the course. Or you can just check our favorite section and there's the link to sign up. Gratis. You're welcome. Enjoy.